1: these games whatever the context is you want to win them for you know bragging rights or for the supporters more than anything else for this one there's a big three points at stake and we really want to win it it's going to be hostile emotions run high all the time in derby matches you know, the officials are going to be aware of that they've got experience so let's hope we're talking about the football
2: Yes, good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard on Derby Day in Glasgow Celtic welcome Rangers with the hosts looking to strike a big blow in the title race as their city rivals try to keep the pace It's a full card in the Premiership with a Lanarkshire Derby amongst the games still to come but for now it's all about the green half of Glasgow versus the blue I'm Gordon
3: Duncan Joining me is Alex Ray, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans The league title can't be won today but a down payment can be made on Agony or ecstasy A Celtic win means An eight point lead And a distinct possibility Of nine in a row A Rangers win Means they are two points Off Celtic With a game in hand At home to Ross County That effectively puts Rangers On top of the league Rangers could win this afternoon Celtic could win this afternoon It's now about Who plays to their full potential
2: Only one place to start Let's go to Celtic Park Team News For both sides With Gordon Diehl And Alison Conroy
4: Good afternoon from the east end of Glasgow. Atmosphere building here ahead of the game at 12.30. It's two changes for Celtic. Sorry, one change for Celtic for this one. Mikey Johnson <coughs> comes in after being handed that new five-year deal yesterday. Olivier and Cham drops to the bench. Two changes for Rangers. Alfredo Morelos will start up front in place of Jermaine Defoe. With Scott Arfield coming in. Dropping out as well. Stephen Davis comes in alongside Alfredo Morelos. So it will be Fraser Forster in goal for Celtic. A back four of Jeremy Frimpong, Chris Eyer, Chris Julian, and Bolly Ballingolly. Then it will be Scott Brown and Callum McGregor with the three of James Forrest, Ryan Christie, and Mikey Johnson. Odson Edward, the lone striker for Celtic. On the bench, Gordon, Beaton, Griffiths, Bauer, Hayes, Rogic, and Cham. <laughs> For Rangers, Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Nikola Katic and Borna Barisic. And up with the three of Glenn Camara, Steve Davis and Ryan Jack. With Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent supporting the lone striker of Alfredo Morelos. On the bench for Rangers, Fodringham, Edmondson, Defoe, Ojo, Flanagan, Barker and Arfield. Your referee at Celtic Park is Kevin Clancy. Gordon Dale, one change for Celtic two for Rangers, none of them a surprise yeah the
5: guessing games are finished Alison, we know the teams that will line up this afternoon start this game, uh, such an important game big talking point was from Celtic's point of view do they go with the same team that's been successful? And Cham in there, obviously there was a lot of debate about Christie and Forrest playing out of position. They've decided to go with the front four that was so successful at Ibrox. Bring Mikey Johnston in there, Christian in the number 10 role, Forrest to the right, and obviously you've made man Edward up front. The other debate for Rangers was the experience of Davis. He knows how to handle these big games and it's important you get as much experience on the pitch. But Rangers have been playing so well, getting results, Does the Rangers manager change it? So sometimes you've got to make big decisions in these games. Yes, he has. He's brought Davis in and left Arfield out. I feel a bit sorry for him. I think he's played very well in recent games. But I just think we're in for an absolute fantastic game. Playing conditions, I'm looking at the pitch, I'm looking at the surroundings. Absolutely perfect. Let's have a great game of football.
4: Mikey Johnson's last league start came at Ibrox.
5: Yeah, and he's only played something like one game, started one game but I don't think it's a big risk he's a young lad, he's full of energy he's come off the bench a few times he's sort of a, he's an impact player for me, I thought that Neil probably would have went with the same team and I'd like to congratulate two boys all the years I've worked with them, they've got it right this time uh, in the studio, Alex Ray and Matt Wilson, they've went stars. for the, the balance the knowledge <laughs> exactly lads um, <laughs> the, he's went for the balance of the team and I think he's looked at Rangers uh, full going forward and obviously they've got to be a threat. Now, when Tavernier goes forward and Barish goes forward, the one worry they'll have is what they're leaving behind. They've got Mikey Johnson, Mag, Bags of Pace, Forrest, another uh, wing, Bags of Pace and can score goals. Tactically, I think it's got to be brilliant.
4: Team News is in. One change for Celtic and two for Rangers.
6: Mark Wilson and Alex Ray, how much are you looking forward to this one? Oh, I can't wait. I, I thought the New Year fixture is always the best one, always the one you look to. Um, I, I think it's got real significance this time around when you look at the points difference. Celtic obviously desperate to go in eight points ahead with this break coming up uh, and that does wonders for going away to warm war- weather training camp. For Rangers, I think it's particularly huge. Can Steven Gerrard Now, I don't think he'll come under any pressure from losing his job if he loses this, but to lose three Old Firm games in the space of four months is a huge blow for his side, especially when they have been making strides. It's a huge one that they come away from Celtic Park without defeat today. They have to take something, but I fancy Celtic strongly today.
7: I look forward to it, Gordon. You know, you look at uh, these games, they're magic to play in, they're brilliant for the fans and excitement, the razzmatazz, the build-up, the whole shooting match now, you look at the key decisions today, Stephen Davis has come in, for me we said on Friday night, Hugh and I says it would either be a reboot or or Arfield, sorry, Arfield or uh, Kamara, and it turns out that it is uh, Arfield who has actually made way, but you listen, you look at it, I think the two of them are very evenly matched, I think it's going to be a classic and the excitement is building up brilliantly. Gordon
2: Dale, what impact does this have on the, the bigger picture? We all know that Celtic have played that one game more. People have been suggesting that adds a little bit of pressure to the Rangers side of things. Can they afford to fall eight points behind? What do you read into that side of it?
5: Um I don't think they can, Gordon, I know that you can go back to the game in hand now. I think that game in hand, am I right in saying it's St Johnson? At home, I know no, somebody Ross said County. Ros- County. Ross County.
3: yeah.
5: Yeah, well, uh, okay. I thought I read it was in Johnson, but it doesn't matter. I think that uh, Rangers at home will win that game anyway, which w- would make it five points. But I don't think you can. Rangers can afford to leave here without anything. I think a point. I think Steven Gerrard would get into the winter break absolutely over the moon with that. I think Neil Lennon probably, cause it's a home game. With say, well, you know, we're looking to get three points, but well, I think a point for both teams, they would probably walk away happy there's a title race on, no doubt but I just don't think you can give a Celtic team, with the quality they've got, getting into January getting into obviously the window opening, they've gone to strengthen they've got money to do that, a lot of money I don't think you can give them an eight point gap I really don't, so I think it's so important Rangers pick something up today
2: Big day for Neil Lennon and for Steven Gerrard. We're going to hear from both managers next.
0: Action as it happens. And your reaction from Five on the Open Line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
2: Building up to kick off at Celtic Park Between Celtic and Rangers The team lines are in Mikey Johnson starts for Celtic No place in the starting 11 for Olivier and Cham And as for Rangers They welcome back Stephen Davis And as expected Alfredo Morelos leads the line Let's hear from both managers then Starting with the home
1: boss Neil Lennon Yeah I mean we're confident But quietly confident You know we're not sort of shouting anything from the rooftops just yet I can't ask a lot more from the players We've got players who excite you you know, they've got players, you know, we've got three, three at least in double figures already this season, which is a great return. And we're scoring from different areas of the park. So um, midfield's been really strong all season. The two centre-halves now have a great partnership. We've got a great goalkeeper. And, you know, players you can score from at any time, from any position. So it's the sum of all parts, you know, and it's a joy for me to be in this position at the minute. We're coming up to the halfway mark. Of the season there's there's an awful lot of football to be played we totally respect the importance of the game and and the points available Um, but whatever the outcome we won't be giving up or down in tools we're going to push right to the very end i never ever lack determination or hunger to to win football matches that's what i get out of bed for the morning Uh, this is a game i'm very much looking forward to i see it as a a challenge a tough challenge but one that is possible if, if we go and replicate uh, the form we've been showing of late, certainly in the last all firm. Um, I believe if you keep asking questions, uh, you'll get your rewards.
2: Gordon Diel, what about the tale of two strikers? One that did not start the League Cup final, and perhaps that absence played a big part in the way the game panned out, and one which did very much start and still couldn't end his duck against his great rivals. Oddson Edward, Alfredo Morelos, how important could these guys be today?
5: Uh, I think they could be the difference between winning and losing, Gordon. I think they're that important, not just because they can score goals. And obviously, it's well documented that Morelis has gone what 11 games, not scored against Celtic. He needs to sort of break that duck. But the thing about it is, they get you up the park with a link-up play, holding the ball up when you're under a little bit of pressure. You look at the centre halves today. I think when at, at Hamden, when Edward come on that pitch, the two Rangers centre halves looked at him and thought, "Oh, here we go." And it happened that Golson gave away the cheap free kick right away, making a silly, silly challenge from which Selkic scored the winner. Now, you look at Morelis, and he'll be looking at the game the other day at St Mirren. Julian got upset when someone got in his face. And I think, Morelis, if I was him, I would go and start on him right away and ask the questions of the centre half. So that's going to be real interesting. That's where the difference in the two teams. Now, we'll get battles all over the pitch. The wide areas are important. mid Park, who bosses the Midland Park? But for me, the usual ones, the match winners will come from the two important players. Edouard for Celtic, Morelis for Rangers. Can he break his duck?
2: And when you look at the middle of the park, Gordon, always important in any fixture And everyone talks about Scott Brown How many times has he played against Rangers? How many trophies has he won? He's got all that experience under his belt How much of that experience factor is behind the reason to bring Stephen Davis back into the team? Because let's be honest, in the last few games, Rangers haven't looked a worse team without him Rangers have been performing just fine without him But it's the one thing that they perhaps lack uh, compared to Celtic, would be experience of winning things, experience of these types of fixtures. How important is that for Stephen Davis?
5: Gordon, the one thing—sorry, I can hardly hear you with the noise—but the one thing you have got to understand in these games: this is one-off games. I don't buy into the form. I'm not buying into you know the way Rangers played at Hamden because then Celtic fans can look at well we didn't have our striker on, we still won I'm not buying into the fact that Celtic were dominant against Rangers at Ibrox these are completely different games experience to me is everything as a manager you come here especially at Celtic Park where they hardly lose a game, get as many experienced guys that can handle this atmosphere, can handle the game and get them on the pitch that's why the Rangers manager's gone for Davis on the other end of it you look at Scott Brown he knows how to handle these games he knows when it goes flat how to get his team up again I watched him at Hamden. when they went down to 10 men he just went and organised everything he says to the Rangers for 33 minutes come and break us down and he was a guy that organised his full midfield and his defence experiences everything in these games for me
2: and what about the two guys at opposite ends then Alan McGregor and Fraser Foster We know that Alan McGregor has it well within his ability To play a big part in, in today And we only have to look back to that cup final To realise the impact Fraser Foster made Gordon So I'm sure both of these guys will be Reliable um, for Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard if required
5: Well the one thing you've got a, as a manager And as a back four and as a team You look behind you and you've got a guy that can save you. You look at the cup final, Fraser Foster was absolutely magnificent. Man of the match, couldn't get by him. McGregor's got that in his locker as well. Two top goalkeepers in this game today. But I just think because of the attacking options that both teams have got, I think we'll get a terrific game, Gordon. I really do. The conditions are brilliant. The teams are all set up. Uh, there's no excuses, I think with the winter break coming, as the Rangers manager said, and I'm sure the Celtic manager would have said it as well, leave nothing out there, because you're going to get a break for a couple of weeks, give everything you've got, and it's so important for both teams to get a result.
3: Well, I think Celtic would regard it as a major blow Were they not to win this match They've chosen the side that the Celtic supporters Who call this programme wanted to see In Sham has been left on the bench Mikey Johnson with his new five-year contract Gets a start And Celtic would regard it as a major disappointment Were they not to win Take the eight-point lead Put a down payment on nine in a row Rangers may feel, though That they were mugged at Hampden In the Betfred Cup final They dominated Celtic Particularly in the midfield And Morelos had the beating Of Ayer and Julien He just couldn't get the beating Of Fraser Forster So it's so finely poised It's unbelievable Only a fool. Would predict the outcome of this game
2: I'll go 2-1 Celtic uh, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray What about the teams then? Because I'm looking at the reaction Coming in at Clyde SSB With regards to that Celtic team And, and Mikey Johnson playing I mean Daniel Logan says Perfect team Now get the result uh, Frank O'Donnell That's the team I would have picked And they all go along similar lines What about the the, the other side? What's the Is there a risk? What's the, what's the downside To taking someone like Incham Out of the team and going more attacking with Mikey Johnson
8: Look I
6: don't think there is a risk when, when you're at home And Cham's done fine in the games he's come in and it's An extra body in the midfield area And he's a nice passer, gets into nice areas But I do think you were taking a wee bit away from Ryan Christie's game Although he did perform particularly well And he scored some goals coming off the wide area I'm a believer of playing your, your best players in their best positions There's no doubt in my mind Ryan Christie Is most effective when he's playing the number 10 role and looking at Rangers fullbacks, yes, they're very good going forward. They've got great delivery. But defensively, 1v1 against Pace, they struggle. And Mikey Johnson against Tavernier, I would fancy all day long to go by him. Same on the other side with James Forrest against Barisic. Touching by him, I don't think there's a problem there. And I think that's why Neil Lennon's wait for those options in the wide area the strength of the Rangers team recently
7: yeah.
2: Alex has been in that area it's a bit different at the moment because Scott Arfield's coming out the team yeah. today but Joe Rebo stays in Stephen Davis comes back Ryan Jack how do you see it sort of panning out in that midfield battle?
7: well it'll be fascinating for starters Gordon you look at the players you know they're all at the top of their game Um I always say that the midfield battle is the key battle because if you manage to kind of boss that middle of the park, invariably you go on and boss the rest of the game. Uh, I take, uh, you know, some points on in terms of pace. I was watching Celtic the other day, Hugh, Yeah. and one of the key things with watching Celtic is that out of possession, Edward's movement, because what he does is he just creeps off the left-hand side of the, the centre-half, and when there's a turnover of possession if he gets down the size then Rangers will have a massive problem because Edward when he backs people up and then you have runners coming from deep and that's a big issue so Rangers need to be switched mm. on the, the two centre-halves either Goulson or Katic when Rangers have possession that's the key thing for me
2: Gordon, since Steven Gerrard came to Rangers we've seen very different types of performances against Celtic we've seen ones where they Sit off a little bit Give Celtic a bit more time And we've seen ones Where they fly out the traps And get right in Celtic's face Now there's absolutely No secret about Which one of those tactics Has worked better for Rangers So surely That's the way it has to be For them this afternoon
5: Yeah it'll be interesting To see Gordon Because I think the tactics At Hamden was uh, Very easy for Steven Gerrard He, he, he put a high press On Celtic He made the goalkeeper Kick it because Up front they had Lewis Morgan So he backed his two Centre halves to one That ball And it worked to a treat but this afternoon, do you press Celtic high and leave the ball to go up to Edward, who you know can hold it in? And then all, all of a sudden you've got runners coming from Christie, Forrest, Johnston with the pace that they've got. McGregor, we witnessed uh, against St Myrne making up 50 yards to go and score the first goal. I'll be interested to see the tactics today. I think Celtic uh, will go in the other hand. I, as much as everybody shouts, go in the front foot. Celtic may just drop off a little touch. Let Tavernier and Barisic, who are terrific at going forward, and then try and hit them in the gaps there. I, e. that's, I think that's why the pace of Mikey Johnson's been put on the left and Forrest on the right. But it'll be really interesting to see how both teams adapt this. First 10-15 minutes always tells you the story, how they're going to go about their business. But I just think there are so many terrific players out there. Rangers will be looking at Kent, for instance, £7 million. He's got to deliver, he's not been playing particularly well, but he's been brought up here for these games. Morelis has been brought back in uh, after uh, missing Hibbs. He wants to score as well, but if you look at Celtic, that front four, Rangers will need to be really at top form to stop them.
2: You, Kevins, you can hear the atmosphere building nicely at Celtic it Park. These yeah. are standout fixtures
3: on our calendar for a reason. Yeah, uh, and the reason that this season is that they will in all likelihood decide who wins the title Uh, because if Celtic get a win today and go eight points clear psychologically it's massive for them if Rangers win and it's down to two points Celtic going to Ibrox in the new year would need to win or else so that's
2: why they're important the scene is set the pre-match talking is done and kick-off is next
0: The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One, Super Scoreboard.
4: It's a packed crowd at Celtic Park as the teams emerge from the tunnel. The final game before the winter break and it is Celtic v Rangers. One change for Celtic, two changes for Rangers. Fraser Forster in goal, a back four of Jeremy Frimpong, Chris Eyer, Chris Julian and Bollie Bolling Bolly. In front of them will be Scott Brown and Callum McGregor with a three for Celtic of James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Mikey Johnson. Watson Edward as the lone striker. For Rangers, Alan McGregor's in goal, a back four of James Tablier, Connor Goldson, Nicola Katic and Borna Barisic. The three of Glenn Kamara, Stephen Davis and Ryan Jack with Joe Rebo and Brian Kent supporting the lone striker for Rangers of Alfredo Morelos. Your referee for this one is Kevin Clancy. Gordon Dale, the scene is set, the teams are out on the pitch.
5: Yeah, the the players come out here to a fantastic atmosphere, Alison. It's a game everybody loves playing in, they'll tell you. The guys in the studio, it's... And when you walk out, you just want to get on with it now. They're shaking hands, get on with the game, let's see who wins. It's going to be really tactical. Uh, It's going to be a really classic game for me. I think it's more important for Rangers... I, I think that for Stephen Gerrard and Rangers, they can't leave Celtic Park today without anything. A point I think they'd be very happy with, Celtic will go for the three. They'll try and get that gap to eight. Tactically all over the park, you know, you'll get your individual battles. Middle of the park, who will win that? But for me, it's the two strikers. Up front is going to be the big difference. Two quality strikers... That know where the, the back of the net is. Yes, the argument is that man Morelis, a living game's not scored. But he brings so much to the Rangers team and he's so important. Can this be his day or will it be another day not scoring and Celtic going to win? This is a Celtic team, Alison. One defeat in 91 league games at Celtic Park. So how big a task is it for Rangers? Unbelievable.
4: Almost time for pick-off, but there will be, first of all, a minute's applause for former Celtic captain Duncan MacKay, who died on Christmas Day.
2: And it's full-time at Celtic Park. Let's get the story of it. Celtic against Rangers with Alison and Gordon.
4: Full-time at Celtic Park. Celtic 1, Rangers 2. Rangers cut the gap at the point to... Gap at the top to two points as they claim their first win at Celtic Park since 2010. But Alfredo Morelos is sent off in the dying minutes of the game. Rangers started the brighter and had a couple of chances before Rangers were aw- Celtic were awarded a penalty in the 32nd minute. Katic booked for holding back Chris Julian. Upset Ryan Christie but it was saved by Alan McGregor in the Rangers goal. Ryan Kent then gave Rangers the lead in the 37th, firing in off the post. But it was 1-1 before the break. Callum McGregor's 25-yard shot, taking a wicked deflection off Odson Edward and in it to the back of the net. Alfredo Morelos should have scored just after the break. Five yards out, but he put it well over the bar. But Nikola Katic did make it 2-1 soon after. He rose the highest to head in from Borna Barasic's corner. Rangers continued to do dominate, although Steve Davis had a couple of clearances off the line to stop Celtic equalising and then into the dying minutes Alfredo Morelos was sent off picking up a second yellow card for going down in the box Rangers assistant Michael Beale also given his marching orders late on as well Rangers do take the victory for the first time at Celtic Park since 2010 full-time Celtic 1, Rangers 2 Gordon DL, over the piece, a deserved victory for Rangers.
5: Yeah, the emotions of the Rangers manager is absolutely incredible. A guy that's won the Champions League, you you would think he's just won it again, Alisson. He's running down the track there, celebrating. Rangers players are over with their fans. I've got to say, balance of play, they thoroughly deserve the victory. Celtic just ran out of ideas, I think, tactically, and it's okay seeing it after the game I think Rangers got it spot on in every department and you look at big important players McGregor seems apparently massive turning point in the game Rangers deserve this I said here sitting at half time it's the only time that I've sat all season and thought this could be the day the Vision team can come and take all three points and I've got to say they deserved it I really do think they deserved it as I say, Celtic, Neil Lennon will be disappointed. Everyone will look at the team selection. Me, personally, I think he got it wrong. Because I think Rangers dominated the middle of the park. Celtic, on the white areas, especially balling goalie I thought was, was woeful this afternoon. Rangers worked on a tactic to leave him on the ball and Celtic could not create a lot of stuff to give Edward, who was very, very poor. I'm watching the Celtic players uh, walk off there, heads down but it's still a championship race, nothing's decided yet but I'll tell you what, congratulations to Rangers. They lost the League Cup final, they dominated that, they've got their reward today.
4: Rangers cut the gap at the top to two points with a game in hand with victory at Celtic Park. It finished Celtic 1, Rangers 2.
0: The fastest goals. The expert's opinions. This is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
2: Full time in the east end of Glasgow. It finished Celtic 1, Rangers 2. Rangers move to within two points of the champions and they have a game in hand. How big a result might that be come the end of the
3: season, Hugh Evans? I think it was a pivotal moment. Uh, I think there were many questions that were raised about Celtic today. Uh, Rangers by far the better team Fully deserved their win Anyone who disputes that claim Simply Doesn't know anything about the game Or can't go over the disappointment. Rangers thoroughly deserved their win By the end of the game Griffiths who's not fit Is on the park In a let's throw him on And see what happens kind of way They had no shape Everything had gone pear shaped In the first half you know, the luckiest team in the world To go in at 1-1 With a goal that should not have stood And Celtic can have absolutely no complaints And Rangers The way that Steven Gerrard celebrated Shows you that he understands This is a pivotal moment in the, the title race And that Celtic will now need to go to Ibrox For the third derby of the season Needing to win Absolutely needing to win And the title decider could even come at Celtic Park once we're after the split I have to agree with you I
6: don't think Celtic deserved anything from the game I, look, looking at it from an attacking point of view yes they missed a penalty yes he scored a goal fortunate goal and had two cleared off the line but and the the balance of play Rangers thoroughly deserved it Rangers also had chances with Morelos to add to the scoreline um, and it was it was job done Steven Gerrard I uh, uh, I can rarely remember A Rangers back four going to Celtic Park And having it so comfortable as they did today And that's You know, that's credit to Stephen Gerrard And how he set up his team
2: Yeah, a lot of criticism will go to Perhaps Celtic and Neil Lennon The way they set up Who he picked, whatever it may be Alex But the first things first A lot of that was because of how well Rangers did And you have to give credit to the winning side And the deserved winning side
7: Gordon, I said on Friday night The difficulty you have as an. a uh, a player going to play at Parkhead It's extremely difficult You know You're up against the odds With the fans They're always on the front foot And you're absolutely right Rangers deserve All the credit in the world That was a masterclass Because to go and dominate the game and the manner in which they did They deserve immense credit It could have been more And uh, you know Stephen Gerrard Will be delighted Because you said For all the possession You have to win games They've done that with The class Plus the result To back it up they go into the winter break and find form now Get the players galvanised And then they have to start The second part of the season Better than they did last year
2: uh, Mark Greedy, Let's bring you in You're watching a different game This afternoon But I know you'll be keen To have your say How big a day Is this in your eyes?
9: What keeps the title race alive uh, Rangers had to go and win They had to show That they could beat Celtics The first time they've managed it This season They deserve to do so You could argue That they deserve to win the cup Earlier this month But the bottom line is They want to win the title This season That's where the real stuff is and Rangers have put a title race on and Alex right this time last season Rangers went top of the league after beating Celtic at Highbrooks and blew it in the first game back um, after the winter break but they will learn from that they've got a better squad from that and I think what makes it interesting now is both teams will be determined to go out and strengthen their squad and it could be a massive January transfer window not only bringing players in but making sure they don't sell players either
2: uh, Gordon DL let's bring you in on this having watched the cup final and now having watched that game this afternoon We know Celtic won the cup final You cannot take anything away from them Trophies in the cabinet are much more important Than performances During the 90 minutes But that is two games in a row Where Rangers have really had Celtic's number And managed to dominate them In terms of the, the overall balance of play How concerning should that be If you're Neil In?
5: Um, I think it should be concerning um, you know you look at the cup final and you can make excuses for Celtic about they didn't have Edward and one or two Elian who wasn't fit and things like that Gordon but all credit to Rangers I thought today and I keep going back and I said it before the first whistle was born when you play in these games tactically you've got to get it right now there are big decisions to be made did Stephen Davis come back into a Rangers team that's playing well and winning games and the Rangers manager made that decision and it worked brilliantly for him because I thought Stephen Davis in the middle of the park today was absolutely brilliant. And plus the fact, you look at the two clearances he had uh, in the post, so important to keep Rangers on top of this game. You look at the other way, you look at Neil Lennon and I know what the boys are saying and great arguments about shape and everything. You're changing a winning team that's created 42 chances and Rangers dominated the middle of the park today because Celtic didn't have enough players in there. If he goes with the same team that's, that served them so well lately when starting in Cham in there, then all of a sudden they've got a chance to win the midfield battle. And secondly, the big point I made on Thursday night, simple for me, Mikey Johnston is a terrific talent. He's got a five-year contract. I'm not pointing at him. But when Celtic needed someone to come on, And turning this game in favour for them. They don't have it. And Hugh's right. They brought in a player of Lee Griffiths who, terrific talent, can score goals. But he's not fit. It was a desperate throw of the dice. And I just think that all credit to the Rangers manager. Today, he watched and he suffered in the League Cup final when they dominated. He watched his team today dominate most of the game. But the difference today is he got the reward he deserved.
2: Who was your Clyde One super scoreboard man of the match, Gordon? I'm sure there were a few contenders, but if you had to pick one.
5: I've got well Mark Mark Wilson touched on it, goalkeeper, what a terrific save. Back four I thought were brilliant. But when you come here against the champions you've got to dominate the midley part. And I thought Stephen Davis today in the midley part was absolutely brilliant.
2: Yeah, Pops up with two crucial goal line clearances as well So his impact in the game On the outcome was was massive As was that of Borna Barisic He assisted two goals And it just shows you Alex If you had said before the game If I told you Morelos won't score again And he'll get sent off It actually doesn't matter to Rangers at this moment in time But if I'd offered you that at the start You would have thought that meant another you know, calamitous day Um, But but that's how comfortable Rangers were in other areas
7: Yeah, without doubt I think uh, to a man They won their individual battles You know, you look at all the key players Scott Brown wasn't really influential Callum McGregor wasn't influential The front four, which we've touched upon And at the back they look nervous Now, Mm. Rangers can go away for this game today Feeling brilliant about themselves Because that's twice they've went toe-to-toe And they've absolutely dominated the game so they will be happy and delighted with that. And it's just an opportunity. I think January could be a big month. One of the key things is we hear people saying they have to invest in January. Mm-hmm. So if you say it is an example Celtic Whether they're going to strengthen Up top Is anybody going to play In front of Edward well, or, th- or in the middle of park
2: We don't have time For that debate right now I'm sure we'll do it Over the coming hours Days, weeks, months However long you want Because we're always here We're here until 6 o'clock tonight So plenty more reaction But we're going to build up To the 3 o'clock kickoffs next
0: Scottish football's League leader This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard
2: What a start to the fixture card this afternoon In the east end of Glasgow It finished Celtic 1 Rangers 2 That does not even scratch the surface of the story Rangers dominated the game Celtic missed a penalty They got level Rangers retook the lead Alfredo Morelos was sent off towards the end What it all means Is that Rangers closed the gap to 2 points And they have a game in hand to come. So it's Advantage Rangers at this moment in time. Plenty more reaction between now and 6 o'clock. But there's some big games at 3 o'clock as well. So let's get some team news from the Motherwell Hamilton. Lanarkshire Derby at Fir Park with Andrew McLean.
10: Yeah, I'm not quite sure anyone will go along with the theory that the Old form was just a starter for the main course of a Lanarkshire derby, but there's certainly always interesting ties between Excuse these two. Excuse me. <laughs> Motherwell, obviously, with real ambitions of finishing third right up there, and what a boost it would be if they could find themselves sitting in that position across the winter break. As for Hamilton, finding themselves in a real relegation scrap again this season, but it is so tight down there, anything could change with, with one win, they could definitely do with a lift as well, just one win in 13, although Brian Rice has been happy with the way they've been playing in recent weeks, they've also lost three of their last four Lanarkshire derbies, as for team news, two changes for Motherwell from that dramatic win against Ross County last time out Seedorf and Hartley drop out, in come Long and Mugabe, so 4-3-3 for them, Mark Gillespie in goal a back four of Liam Grimshaw, Bevis Mugabe Declan Gallagher and Jake Carroll the midfield three, Mark O'Hara Alan Campbell and Liam Polworth with James Scott and Jermaine Hilton either side of Chris Long the substitutes Carson, Tate, Hartley, Sadoff Maguire, Semple and McIver uh, Hamilton sorry are unchanged from that defeat to St Johnston last time out they are also in a 4-3-3 Luke Southwood in goal a back four of Aaron McGowan Sam Stubbs, Brian Easton and Scott McMahon the midfield three will Collar, Alex Gogic and Scott Martin with Mikel Miller and David Moyo supporting George Oakley up top. The substitutes, Fawn Williams, Hunt, Davis, Alston, Winter, Hamilton and Ogbo. The referee here at Far Park is John Beaton.
2: Uh, let's hear from Stephen Robinson, heading to the Lanarkshire Derby.
11: I think we have to weather the, the storm. You know, it will be 100 mile an hour, uh, as all derbies are. I think we've got the quality in the side. To take the game to them, you know they've. I've watched the Aki's play quite a few times. They've got some very good footballers in the team. You know their position doesn't really rely how they have been playing. Their performances have been decent. I'm sure Brian will feel that as well. So it's not everybody thinks, you know, you're sitting third in the league, Aggies are down the bottom of the league. Uh, that's not the case. That goes out the window on Derby Day. Fans will be right up for it. It'll be a good atmosphere and, you know, we're, we're hoping it'll come out in their numbers and support us before the, the winter break. But ultimately, it'll come down to who manages the game best, not to get caught up in the emotion of it and make sure that we, as we say, we, we play our game, play with a, a cool and calmness about us, which we, we have done in previous weeks.
2: You know, gone then Andrew McLean i reluctantly admit It's probably not The biggest derby
11: Of the day But Motherwell against Hamilton A real
2: incentive there For Motherwell To end the calendar year In third place So that, that speaks volumes The added incentive of, of beating your local rivals As well So it's all set up
10: Yeah, indeed it's set up really nicely for the two sides as well. Motherwell have been playing some really nice football this season. They've had some great finds in there as well, some great business in January. The likes of Declan Gallagher and Jermaine Hilton have come in and been real strong players across the season. They've also got younger guys coming in, the likes of James Scott who's been pivotal so they'll have real ambitions I know Stephen Robinson tried to play it down earlier on in the season and he was saying you know we, we're only looking you know, to, to save ourselves really from the sort of relegation scrap but now you can see it when he's talking to the media he's looking ahead now and he's, he's thinking you know I think he thinks that they can do this and today would be a big step if they can get that and they can get that boost going into the winter break Uh, Let's keep going around the grounds
2: then and get team news building up to the big games today. Not too far along the road in Paisley, St Mirren against Kilmarnock has a nice feel to it. Mark Weedy?
9: Yeah, it does in both teams coming into this game on the back of Boxing Day. defeats: Kilmarnock losing to Rangers at Ibrox and St Mirren losing at home here to Celtic, but putting that behind them for St Mirren. They've managed to get into 10th position out of that bottom two, and a victory today. Regardless of what Hamilton can do in the Lanarkshire Derby, will guarantee that they go into the winter break out of the bottom two. For Comano, they are just in the top six, one point ahead of Livingston at the moment and for Alex Dyer this may well be his last game in temporary charge and he goes with an attacking lineup trying to get a victory to make sure they finish the first half of the season in the right half of the table for St Mirren they go with a 4-1-4-1 formation it's Vaklav Hadke in goals at the back Paul McGinn Sean McLaughlin Sam Foley and Ryan Flynn the holding midfielder is Cammy McPherson and in front of him it's Kyle McGuinness Tony Andrew Junior Marias and Ilki Dourmas and up top it is John Obika on the bench for Jim goodman's team Danny Mullen Cody Cook Orden jorkiev Ethan Erehorn Dean Linus Dean McMaster and Lewis Jameson for Marnock it's a 4-4-2 they are missing Alan Power today in the engine room as heat is suspended it's Lauren Branescu in goals at the back Ross Millen, Dario Del Fabro Alex Bruce and Nico Hamalainen in midfield Chris Burke, Gary Dickery and Wilson i Rory McKenzie, and up top it's Eamon Brophy and Liam Miller on the bench for Alec Bruce. His team is Jan Koprovec, Conor Johnson, Mo L. McCreaney, Simeon Jackson, Dom Thomas, Osman So and Luke Barlow. And today's match referee in Paisley is Alan Newlands.
2: Let's hear from the St Mirren camp. It was Paul McGinn looking ahead to this one. For the team depends what happens on Sunday. Hopefully we get three points then it'll be a good finish
12: three the year. If we can get the three points, then I, it'll make a huge difference. I'd say we're probably a better team than last year because we're competing every week. There's no any games where... Well, maybe it's it from that we've looked off the pace, so I think we've got a good chance if you like
2: now bear with us for today's schedule So the Celtic Rangers game Kicked off at half 12 We do have a 2 o'clock kick-off Though in between the 3 o'clock games uh, So let's get the half-time story From Tyne Castle Hearts against Aberdeen Fraser Wishart watched that one
13: Finished goalless Hearts nil Aberdeen nil But uh, Hearts players left the field To applause and cheers for a change After a first-half performance That was much more like The fans expect from the team actually Aberdeen It started better In the 1st five ten minutes On the front foot Hearts a bit nervy Began to take control With Sean Clare At right back Really in the 15 minutes Briotaro Machino combined really well with young Ewan Anderson and a 1-2 on the edge of the box and with a Japanese striker pulling his left foot shot just wide it is much better than recently from Hartz good energy good drive the fans fully behind him Machino was really lively on the ball a lot but Hartz couldn't create a clear cut chance until 25 minutes when Machino had his close range shot from the 6-yard kicked off the line by Scott McKenna it became really competitive in midfield in particular with Lewis Ferguson and Machino booked after an off the ball incident but they both kept at it after the yellow cards were issued by referee Alan Muenny to be very careful in the second half. McKenna and Nick Piazzi then clashed and they were warned as tempers free there was little at either end of the front of goal until 37 minutes and Andrew Irving's free kick wasn't cleared by the Don's defence and Joe Lewis had to be quick off his line to block a Craig Halkett effort at his feet it's a blow for Aberdeen just before the break Zach Viner went off with an arm injury Niall McGinn came on but I think it will be a good change for them because they'll need McGinn at his best as his team have created a very little in front of goal of note so far Hearts dominated the game so far but they didn't get the goal they played deserved and you get the feeling the first goal in this game with vital if Hearts get it you can see a real lift and the fans behind them they could go on to win but if Aberdeen get the goal after Hearts excellent first half performance the fragile contest might just take a hit half time here at Tyne Castle Hearts down Aberdeen
14: nil
2: uh, let's keep going ahead of the 3 o'clock games though St Johnstone and Ross County squaring up in Perth Dave Galloway is keeping an eye on that one
14: Thank you, Gordon. Well, following a struggling start to the season, things have been looking up of late for St Johnston, as four consecutive clean sheets and eight points from 12 will confirm. Now, Tommy Wright's looking for his side to end the year on a high with victory today. That would see the Saints leapfrog their visitors and move up to eighth place. As for County, co-manager Stuart Kettlewell is challenging them to show the character required to bounce back from a last gasp loss to Motherwell when they led with nine minutes to go to suffer a 2 1 defeat. For St Johnston, then, three changes to their. Uh, starting 11. It's uh, Jason Holt, Dre Wright and Matty Kennedy in for David Wotherspoon, Michael O'Halloran and Stevie May. Xander Clark in goals then, a back four of Anthony Ralston, Liam Gordon, Jason Kerr and Callum Booth. Midfield Dre Wright, Jason Holt, uh, Murray Davidson and Ali McCann up front, Chris Kane and Matty Kennedy. Subs Parish, Duffy, Tanza, Craig, May, Hendry and O'Halloran. Just the one change for County, Ian Vigors replacing Lewis Spence. So for them, it's Nathan Baxter in goals. Across the back, Richard Foster, Callum Morris, Liam Fontaine and Sean Kelly. Midfield, Josh Mullin, Lewis Spence... Harry Payton and Blair Spittle up front Ross Stewart and Billy McKay substitutes Laidlaw Fraser Irwin Watson Henderson Graham and Chalmers and your match referee Bobby Madden
2: and don't forget we've got Livingston against Hibs coming up at 3 o'clock as well so just a quick recap of where we are at it's half time between Hearts and Aberdeen it Is goalless Motherwell Hamilton St Johnston, Ross County St Mirrencombe Marnock and Livy Hibbs still to come one game is finished just in case you hadn't heard and it finished Celtic 1 Rangers 2 to a dramatic game as always when these sides meet Gordon DL now that the dust has settled a little bit you'll have Celtic Park to yourself I would imagine how do you well, reflect the on it
5: fans are still here Gordon oh well, there
2: we go <laughs>
5: and they're making plenty of noise and quite rightly so um, you know Cattage has come out to do an interview with Rangers TV and obviously the match winner uh, is getting uh, a big round of applause
2: Yeah, but he's been a real fan's favourite, Gordon, throughout even his absence from the team. We were inundated with calls, people who wanted him in the team, and he's certainly in there and making an impact today.
5: Yeah, he's a young boy and he's learning. Obviously, he's a mistake for the the penalty kick and his goalkeeper bails him out. But you've got to say, when an opposition box is a real handful. He's a threat and he goes and attacks things and he makes things very difficult. And I've got to say, his header for the, the winner today was a fantastic header.
2: Yeah, made in Croatia. I think would be the, the the strap line for that one. Barisic with the assist, his second of the game. I think he's up to five assists over the last over the month of December. Gordon, I think it is, and that's some return. That's exactly what you want your full back to do.
5: Oh yeah, uh, his delivery's brilliant. I I said earlier, Gordon, before the St Mirren game, every time I watched Barisic, there was question marks whether he had a career, and I thought he's a good player. He gets forward. But his final ball, I thought, used to let him down. It's remarkable how he's turned that about. His delivery now is absolutely brilliant. From set plays, free kicks, corner kicks, as we've seen there. So, you know, he's really... He's he's taking his time to settle into Rangers. And some players do that. You just don't hit the ground running. Some players take a little bit more time to settle in, especially a club the size of Rangers, and the demands that are on you week in, week out. And uh, he's certainly producing it.
10: OK
2: we'll take a breather it's been a breathless start to the afternoon and we've got even more to come 3 o'clock games some fine fixtures at that kick-offs are next full-time yeah. St Johnston Ross County Dave Galloway watched it for us
14: full-time St Johnston won Ross County won very little to write home about in the first half of this one the hosts had a penalty claim turned down when Davidson took a tumble in the box after Kennedy's free kick and at the other end sub Graham miscued right in front of goal after Mullins ball in picked him out a Saints forward Kennedy passed up a good chance heading over from a few yards out after Wright's cross was deflected into his path the home side were quickly out of the traps after the break with Kennedy in the thick of things heading over from point blank range after Kerr nodded on Wright's free kick he then saw a free kick from the edge of the box just missed the target and was also very unlucky indeed to see a 25 yard pile driver smash off the bar with the keeper beaten very much against the run of play County went ahead after 73 minutes. Mackay laid the ball off to Vigers, who hammered home from right about 10 yards. Saints drew level 11 minutes later. Henry's header converting Kennedy's cross. Then in the dying embers of this one, County sub Graham was sent off in injury time for a second yellow card. That was for a challenge on Care. So the final score, St Johnston won, Ross County won. My Clyde One super scoreboard man of the match has to be Matty Kennedy. Should have scored a couple of goals himself and provided the cross for Saints equaliser.
2: It's also full time at Firth Park in the Lanarkshire Derby, Andrew McLean.
10: Motherwell 1, Hamilton 2, the full-time score from Far Park and what a turnaround in the second half from the Ackies to give themselves all three points in this one, they went behind early on with Chris Long bagging the goal, he showed good strength to hold off his man on the left side of the box he then fired low across goal into the bottom corner for his fifth league goal of the season and for an early Motherwell lead the home side were certainly the better side in the first half but couldn't add to that lead, Liam Paul was shooting straight at Luke Southwood and Jermaine Hilton heading one just wide before the break, Hamilton had it all to do in the second and, half and whatever Brian Rice said at half time worked because they were the much better side for the rest of the game they went close with David Moyle he was outside the box, the ball was on the bounce at an angle, a great effort, looked to be dipping underneath the bar and Mark Gillespie had to tip that one over, 65 minutes in another chance for Moyle, a great cross from Aaron McGowan on the right hand side, Moyle headed wide at the back post They'd had a good spell of pressure and they finally managed to make the most of it. The ball headed down to Aaron McGowan at the edge of the box. He took a touch, a clean low strike on the bounce to beat Mark Gillespie for one all. David Moyle had been lively and managed to get the decisive goal with 13 minutes left. He rose high to meet a cross from the right, headed in at the back post to turn the game completely on its head. Hamilton now five points above bottom place. Hearts. Motherwell will go into the winter break in third place but only by a point. The full-time score from Thur Park, Motherwell 1, Hamilton 2 and my super scoreboard man of the match is David Moyle. He was playing out in the left-hand side for Hamilton today but he was their biggest goal threat and he managed to seal the three points with that winning goal as well. St
2: Mirren is finished against Komar Mark Greedy watched that one.
9: Full time, St Mirren won, Colmarnock now and a deserved victory for the Buddies, indeed, they really should have scored five or six goals in a match that they dominated, it means that this victory gives them a six point gap between themselves and bottom club hearts, and for the visitors Colmarnock this defeat means that they drop out of the top six at the winter break, the goal came in the 16th minute and it was a beautiful goal, it was Ilke Dumas get onto a knockdown, 16 yards out and he drilled a right foot shot past the uh, helpless Branescu they could have more chances, uh, St Mirren, they really did dominate the game Ilke Dumas came close a couple of times, Tony Andrew came close a couple of times, Junior Marais and uh, John Ogipa up front as well, they really did test Branescu and for Comanok. They only really got going a little bit in the second half. Osmond saw causing one or two problems. They did put the ball uh, indeed in the back of the net, but it was rightly ruled off by linesman Daniel McFarlane for offside. So Fawcett Mirren, Jim Goodwin and his players deservedly taking the plaudits from their delighted supporters at full time. But for Marnock, they really do need to get a manager in place as quickly as possible full time. At uh, here in Paisley St Mirren that uh, commander nil, And the super scoreboard Man of the match Elke Durnas Not only for the quality Of his finish But his outstanding Work rate as well To help out in defensive duties
2: So full time scores In the Scottish Premiership Then Celtic 1 Rangers 2 Hearts 1 Aberdeen 1 Livingston 2 Hibs 0 Motherwell 1 Hamilton 2 St Johnstone 1 Ross County 1 And St Mirren 1 Comarnock nil In the English Premier League It finished Arsenal 1 Chelsea 2 And it's currently Liverpool nil, Wolves nil. That's the only top flight action uh, Today No Championship action That came yesterday of course The lower leagues in the SPFL So that's that And it's now The open line is Really really open Hugh Evans. It's been open all afternoon But now we really get stuck in All the full time whistles have gone And we look back on another Huge and dramatic day In Scottish football
3: Serious men only And there'll be plenty of serious men and women And possibly children Sum up for us Give us a flavour of what we should expect Well, the Celtic supporters are now being realistic And uh, acknowledging that Rangers are in it with them for this title There is no point in looking at it any other way Now they have to ask themselves Why did what happened today happen today? Uh, Was it mental fatigue, physical fatigue Have the same players been asked to go to the well once too often Or Is it simply the case that Stephen Gerrard has now built a Rangers side The equal of Celtic And he needs a trophy to
2: illustrate that fact Two ways for you to get in touch then The traditional one is on the phones 0141 951 1025 Give us a call What did you make of your team's performance today I would expect this city to be dominated by Happy Rangers fans And unhappy Celtic fans But what about some of you other fans out there Motherwell where did that go wrong today Not many saw that coming Defeat in the Lanarkshire Derby But you do finish the year in third place Hearts fans It looked like you had that glimmer of hope And then all of a sudden All the other results round about you uh, Went the other way St Mirren Could that be the win that kickstarts Your push up the table What about Comarnock The search for a manager Goes on 0141 951 1025 It's your chance to have your say And the open line is next
0: After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One, Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans,
2: Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are here They're here until 6 o'clock And they're waiting to take your call What did you make of the football today? Celtic, Rangers, Motherwell, Hamilton Hearts, Aberdeen, St Mirren, Kilmarnock So many big games Of course this city tends to be dominated by the one Which kicked off at lunchtime in the East End So let's hear from you No hanging about, what did you make of it? Let's get stuck straight in with George in Motherwell He's a Rangers fan and a happy one I would imagine George
8: yeah, I'm very happy um, I was very disappointed at the cup final um, Because obviously the, the decision and the goal But again today it showed us that Rangers are back now And we have got a squad uh, to compete with Celtic uh, I disagree with the last caller Paul Saying that there's no Rangers player that begin the Celtic team That's utter rubbish um, Because there's about three or four I would say That would get in there it was Barisic, Davis, Kent and probably Aribo I've listened to Mark as well Mark can, Mark Wilson can never ever give Rangers praise When they, when they do well against either Celtic or even in Europe I listened to when it was all about Celtic How Celtic's players never turned up today How um Ballingoli, Edward Celtic Celtic played a good game today But Rangers are matching them now in every department And we've thoroughly deserved that result today And I would just like to ask Mark What he thought about Rangers And how, how the team shaped them up to be and are we Pale contenders now George Have you listened to the show today? I did Mark. Mark
6: right. Elfson, yeah. So we... I've, I've Well I've said several times As disappointing as Celtic were Which they were Their players were Individually poor That I'm taking nothing away From Sorry Rangers Matt,
8: You're not, not Giving Rangers praise I think, well. I oh, think hold he, hold he was probably on.
6: About to George I'm just about to If you let me finish I've said several times That's why I asked if you listened to the show That Rangers Deserve to win I thought I even said their back four it Was terrific I actually individually named their back four I thought they deserved to win Now I've said that a couple of times So I'm not sure where you're coming from
8: It's just kind of When like games mark like, Even in Europe And when you go Oh Rangers are this or, or they're pretty poor in this this department They're not a match for Celtic Again we've in Europe Celtic, George Ma- I've got to stop you if,
6: if you're accusing me of that And I've been on here On Thursday nights When Rangers have played in Europe I've been here And I've watched Rangers Away from home And I've said that They've done brilliantly To get the results they have So Again I need to pick you up On something You're trying to You're trying to say against me When it's not true
2: Let's flip it round a bit George then Because you, you said that You know you didn't think it was anything to do With Celtic not playing well I think you actually used the phrase That, that Celtic played a, a, a good game Who was good for Celtic today?
8: Listen There was a new mis- I thought Julian uh, At the back Was was decent Aya Again, it's just a wee slice of luck that Celtic got with a goal, which obviously, again, they go back to the cup final to get an offside decision. We've matched Celtic in the last two games, and, and we've, I wouldn't even say imagine we've outplayed them. Today, I think it was Alec Ray, or somebody said that it was men against boys at some point. And Celtic have got a right good squad, but we've only had this team for about a year, a year and a half now. And I don't think we get enough praise. That's just what my point is. No, I don't what, think. No, no one said
3: that men against boys, but what I said was that from a Celtic perspective, they should acknowledge that Rangers looked physically stronger than Celtic did today. Looked mentally tougher than Celtic did today. Celtic were never at it. Even when they got the penalty, uh, they, they didn't look as if they had conviction about them. When they got the very fortunate equalising goal You would think that you would then say Well we're lucky but let's kick on from here We've got a big break here No, nothing happened And in the second half Rangers picked up with the left off And dominated And were never put under any pressure And Celtic finished the match Bringing on a player who wasn't even fit In the hope that something might fall out of the sky And go their way Rangers dominated from start to finish Celtic never at any stage looked like winning the game And for me, that's the story of the match Can we just set out
2: the ground rules right now Because we're going to be here till 6 o'clock And and this will rumble on tomorrow and the next day If we mention that Celtic were poor at some part of the game Or in all of the game That's not because we don't think Rangers were good And by the way, it's the same the other way around I remember when Celtic won the first game at Ibrox And Celtic fans were phoning in to say Why are you talking about Rangers being bad? It It should be all about us It's a football match There are two teams involved One team can be good The other team can be bad At the same time And it's not taking anything Away from anyone So let's try and Let's try and be quite consistent With that before we get any further There are
3: two sides To every story And the story of today Rangers were outstanding And Celtic Use any word you like Mediocre Indifferent Rotten George where are the confidence
2: levels Now in terms of Turning this into An actual title win
8: I think it's been a title race Even obviously Celtic Played the game in hand But I still think It was a title race As she always says It's over to Rangers now Because Celtic have played we, We've We've kind of Managed our games And I think now Stephen uh, Gerrard Has got the, the Kind of tactics And the, the teams Now that he can, He's got players That can come in and out like Arebo and he's playing more forward and it just takes that, I mean, he's only a year and a half into management and you've got to give the guy um, a lot of credit for what he's doing at Irox now, the way we were two years, three years ago and the progression we've made and that's why I'm saying as well to Mark that we have bounced on enormously over the last 18 months to two years, we we, we are now a match for Celtic and I I hope, a lot of the fans that are kind of, and people I know are Celtic fans, think that It's just a matter of time before we cave in We're there for the title race now And it has been like that And I've always said this season Is the season that Rangers will come to the good George, see
7: as well as Rangers have done In the last 20 months or so Under Steven Gerrard And you can't take that away from the the progression Uh, For me, it's about kicking on now You know, it's okay getting to here Uh, If they win a game in hand Then they'll be top uh, of the table but there's so much more football to be had And we spoke about You just spoke about mentality there To get it over the line To take it right to the wire Push Celtic the whole way And last year At the exact same time They came up short Now it's important that they come back from this
3: winter break And then really put the foot to the floor And then really go to the wire But it is now over to Celtic Because Rangers have this nice wee thing up their sleeve Called a game in hand At home To a team that they should beat Celtic now have no margin for error whatsoever. When Celtic come out of this winter break, they have got to be mindful of Rangers now. Not fearful, mindful. Because whatever Rangers do, they will need to equal it or better it because they'll be headed for Ibrox in the third derby of the season and they might have to go there needing to win that
2: game. George and Motherwell, thank you very much for the call. Let's remind ourselves of the post-match reaction from both bosses here. Stephen Gerrard,
1: emotional. You can see by my reaction after the game, it's a big moment for the team and the club because it's been through too much pain here, too many defeats and setbacks and knocks. So. It's a big win, it's a huge win because we've come here and we've dominated again against a very good team, a successful team. A team that we've got respect for because of what they've achieved. But again, I'm I'm so proud and pleased with the performance that the players have put in. Celtic took a trophy away from us a couple of weeks ago in a game that we dominated and I think we've come away with huge belief from that game because it felt different it didn't feel like we were too down over it because we were so pleased with the performance and how it looked and that's the reason why we've come here and took the game to celtic and we've got a lot of joy from it again today i always say after a defeat i said after the final it's important we move on pretty quickly and we wiped the slate clean so we can enjoy tonight and enjoy the big big victory but there's still loads and loads of work to do we know we're competing against good teams in the league we won't look at the table too much of course a defeat here would have been damaging a draw would have been on your goal but a win it, it, it's big, it's big momentum for us and um, it's important that we rest, enjoy the little break and we come back in, in better with a better mentality after the break than we came back last year because um, every game's going to be tough and uh, we need to make sure that we're ready when we come back. Uh, we've got no complaints with the penalty decision. thought we had a shout for handball in, in the Celtic goal. It's up for the bait, but we've got no complaints on that. But again, the players could have easily felt sorry for themselves and and rolled over at a place like this you know they've got such a good home record they could have easily felt sorry for themselves but they never we showed character
3: yeah now there's the 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 pivotal moment Stephen Gerrard saying the Rangers players could have felt sorry for themselves when the ball hits off Edward and provides Celtics equaliser he's not even kicking up a fuss about the letter of the law and why the goal might have been disallowed he's saying we could have felt sorry for ourselves but we didn't now when Celtic get that break They should be saying to themselves Come on We have been Pretty much Second best to everything So far today And look We've been handed an equalising goal They should have kicked on from there I thought it, But they didn't it, have yeah, it in them
6: I thought it at half time Hugh Really did think that When Neil Lennon got the players in and, and took that point on board That they'd missed a penalty They'd been second best But they got that huge slice of luck That he would have Had a real go at them and they would have came out a different side. And Alex made the point at half time that Rangers needed to recompose themselves, reset, yeah. reset, and go out. And when the two teams came out in the second half, there was only one team that was going on to win that game and started the game the first mm-hmm. 15 minutes of that second half. Hugh, you They're made a much better side. You, you, know,
7: made, you made a brilliant point earlier on in terms of the handball from, uh, from when Edward scored uh-huh. for the deflected goal. If Rangers go on and win the game Steven Gerrard says nothing Uh But uh, you know If uh, you lose you Absolutely That would have been That would have been the story of the day (laughs) Celtic win or draw Through a a, a, a Every every
3: emotion That was inside Steven Gerrard's body Came out at the final whistle And that's because This is a guy Who had a stellar Playing career Who's in the Infant days Of his managerial career But this guy Knows football And he knows That today was the pivotal day that on mm. December 29, the complexion of the title race changed. And that Celtic acknowledged that as well, because Neil Lennon's quote of the day, this means it's game on. And how many times have we stood
2: here when teams are dominating with territory and they get loads of corners and we say, well, do you know what? Like, Corners mean nothing. You know, you have to make them count. But But that's the thing, Alex. Rangers actually... Are very effective from corners Now this season in particular uh, Whether it's Katic We've seen Holander and Goldson This season as well They favour that outswinger They've scored far more Headed goals than any other team In the division So It's not enough to just To to sort of sweep that aside And say Oh you know It's just a corner It won't come to anything There's a good chance With Rangers that it will
7: Set plays are crucial In modern day football Gordon Because seeing when it gets tight it gets a wee bit touchy You look at Hollander Against Motherwell You know An important header you look at the winner today, an important header from... Was it
2: Goldson at Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. on the opening yeah. day? Yes,
7: yeah, Goldson as well, but that was late on as well. But I think that's been a, a feature of Rangers. know, they've scored late uh, goals also, which shows a bit of character. But I think over the piece, uh, there was that desire and a kind of... Katic, I've spoke about this several times. I covered the game about six, eight weeks ago. And I seen Katic when he wasn't even featuring. he done running after the game. Now, normally I don't even pick up on this stuff, but the ferocity... And the 100% that he was putting on I'm absolutely delighted for the guy Because he clearly wants to Give it his all To, to uh, mm. Enhance his career
2: Let's speak to Owen Who's a Celtic fan in Falker Owen was that A result that sh- That shocked you today Or in some ways Did you see it coming?
15: I agree in the panel I, uh, I I thought today's game was uh, Fairly predictable in the, in the sense that Rangers came by a game plan That was far better than Celtic's uh, Celtic looked and I know Hugh speaks about Celtic's fragility uh, physically but I thought Celtic were mentally fragile this afternoon and Rangers looked a far better bet than Celtic to win the game overall
3: Yeah, I've said that all afternoon that uh, not only were uh, Rangers physically stronger they were mentally stronger and I think back to the winning goal from Cattage Christopher Iyer 6 feet 6 inches tall he's slow he's weak and uh, for me that was the story of Celtic's day they were Second best week, and in the end, could have no complaints on. Well, I suppose you. I, I think in the
15: end of the day, I mean, Celtic can be Rangers, Rangers can be Celtic, given the fact they play each other so often. But do you think, uh, Hugh, that given the the winter break now, has it became a better advantage to Celtic than to Rangers?
3: Um, in terms of uh, getting their physical fitness back, yeah, it's the same for both. They both had a grueling schedule of domestic and European matches Therefore the winter break will be of equal benefit to both There are deficiencies there at Celtic that have to be addressed I know that uh, you sound like a broken record with these things However, there's odds Edward and there's nobody else to play as a direct striker Lewis Morgan doesn't work Lee Griffiths isn't fit Bio Bio has been rejected on the grounds he's not good enough, and Celtic have to do something about that in the window because, should anything happen to Edward, and it can happen in training, he could get sent off, he could miss matches for any reason, there is Hmm. no one to replace him. Having said that, what's
2: more of a concern? The fact that Celtic need a reinforcement, or the fact that they had their main man, they had they had their pretty much their strongest starting eleven today, and it didn't look like it.
6: Um, like everybody can have off days, Gordon. You know, you know, even nine million pound guys can have off days, and he, he clearly wasn't near today. I don't think that's that's reflective of, of the player he is today. So he will he will play much better than that, but. When he's the, the big point is when I sort he's not of meant playing.
2: as a team, though, rather than I wasn't meaning to criticize him individually. Right. But, I mean, you know, he, he's there, everyone was
6: calling for it after the cup yeah, final. Yeah, you know, yeah. it'll be different when Edward plays. Yeah. That was the, the feeling, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't today, uh, of course, but again, when it, when he's not there, when he's not playing the best, they need someone else. You know, I'm sure if Lee Griff uh, if Neil Lennon had a striker who he'd perhaps spent money on, you know, I'm not talking about Griffiths or that, who's unfit. He would have perhaps thought about taking Edward off Instead he thought Well my best bet is to keep him on And just try and compliment him with a Griffiths." I'm sure if he had someone else there Maybe a 4-5 or million pound guy He would have realised it wasn't Edward's day Took him off and replaced him But again he didn't have that option today Part of
7: the problem Mark for Edward today Was the service he got he yeah. was he was feeding on scraps. Yeah. Now that goes with the lack of control from the middle of the park and also the lack of width from their full backs, you know, normally that's a strength of Celtics. Yeah. And it only worked a little bit better when Neil went to three at the back, and then obviously Frim Pong got a bit of joy laterally. Owen,
2: these things are sometimes a bit easier with hindsight, but did Neil Lennon pick the right team? Because we had a bit of a debate on the show on Friday. People saying, "Well, you know, why would you change a winning team? Keep Cham in there." But lots of the callers who phoned in said, "Well, no, it's not got the same balance. We want Mikey Johnson in. We want Forrest back on the right. Christie through the middle." How do you think Neil Lennon approached this today?
15: Well, I think it was a poor performance by Celtic. I mean, the, uh, the balance of the team against Rangers was far better than Rangers uh, that it was for Celtic. I mean, Celtic had too many players, key players, who would normally play well, played poorly today and you can maybe have one or two players playing poorly, but you can't have seven or eight against a very up-spirited uh, Rangers side. I thought it was the Rangers with the better side, there's no doubt about it. Uh, in terms of formation and Celtic and whatever else, you can speak to that after the cows go home, but uh, I think, by and large, Rangers showed a greater desire for the game, they played to get a, a better tempo, and uh, over-the-piece deserved to win the match.
3: And that should be the biggest worry of all, then, Horne. Why should Rangers show a greater desire... Than Celtic who are at home In front of 60,000 of their own supporters Having created a fortress at Celtic Park Unbeaten there in a year and a half Why was the desire lacking? That's what Neil Lennon has to dig deep And discover over the next two weeks Thank you
2: very much That was Owen in Falkirk Let's move swiftly on and speak to Matt Who is a Rangers fan from Pollock Hi Matt
16: how you doing lads
2: Not too bad What's I, on your mind I was mind? sitting
16: today I was sitting today With my two sons Who are Celtic supporters Watching this game And Let like the Rangers supporters Get this in their head This is deja vu We done this last last year At Hogminy Went and tapped the league And blew it Right We're all happy Good day day. I've never seen my two sons Grab a taxi so fast in their life <laughs> Last week At the cup final right Rangers, A couple of weeks ago Rangers dominated Celtic Right And never won Today they were dominating Celtic the big scenario here is Celtic missed a penalty and it was nothing each. One was seeded off the line, right? Another one was seeded off the line today. We won today and I'm happy, right? But Rangers supporters, in my head is, let's kick on. We done this last year and we made an effort there, right? But Mark Wilson and said a, a scenario earlier on about there was no uh, Celtic players that Rangers would want. If Rangers supporters are true in their hat If they had somebody like Scott Brown Who's a leader Drives people on And plays for Rangers That's what I think
2: Yeah well I mean I suppose that wasn't the case today But if we're talking bigger picture That that, that may well be What about Matt? Matt's very much on the lines of Don't get carried away I think that would how you would sum that up Alex Is that fair?
7: Yeah without doubt I've actually been downplaying it today I say it's important for Rangers to come back from the winter break Kick on and it says it's great being where you are at the moment But this means nothing it's, it's, You get the bragging rights for today But you have to put it in context uh, January will be a big month There's a lot of players going out to Rangers Does that free up money to bring one or two in? And then you have to negotiate the second part of the season better Than the, you did last year Because that will most certainly I think this is a, a, a theme there's been times when things have been questioned You look at the earlier part The uh, uh, old firm game with Stephen Gerrard Got his tactics wrong mm-hmm. Took a bit of abuse And then he's responded mm. to that quite well
2: At the same time though Matt You mentioned last year Which is of course true But I'm, I'm sure you don't need me to tell you You're the Rangers fan Rangers are much better now than they were last season Are they not? Is that not where the confidence comes from?
16: It does not It doesn't, in a sense right But last year we went to the League The next game I think they lost or something Celtic, to me, right They've got a desire to win will never be defeated, right But over the last few weeks I've watched Celtic games sitting with my sons, right The game against St man The first goal they got Bounce, bounce, bounce Sit off the post and scored They're, they're getting results, right The Rangers can dominate games But they're not killing teams off And Gerard says this You need to kill teams off But Rangers are not doing it but the range supporters enjoyed themselves today. I have, right? I'll have my ex wife on the phone greeting because my two boys are up there greeting. My dad's had a cracking day. Let's go forward. The first game after the, the, the winter break is going to be a decider. We just need to go and win that. Then we've got a game in hand. The league's not done yet. No, no, the right? league is not a, done yeah, yet.
3: Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the, I said at the very start of the programme the, the the league will not be decided today But it could be a pivotal day And it has turned out to be a pivotal day And the difference between This time And the last time Is that the Celtic supporters Always felt there was a vulnerability about Rangers And sure enough They go to Kilmarnock Jordan Jones Who's already signed a pre-contract to join Rangers Scores the winning goal That beats Rangers and they were never the same again And Celtic won the league by 9 points This time The Celtic supporters are acknowledging That they are not doing enough That Rangers are getting progressively stronger And as one Celtic supporter put it There's a concern now The Championship is up for debate End of story Matt and Pollock thank you very much for the call 0141
2: 951 1025 we're going to take more of your calls and hear more reaction from today's games next
0: the games are over the talking begins 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open Line
2: Hugh Kevins, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray here with me Gordon Duncan They're waiting to take your calls So let's hear what you made of today's football action And there was quite a lot of it It kicked off in dramatic fashion at Celtic Park Celtic won Rangers 2 Then it was over to Hearts and Aberdeen They shared the points in a one all draw And then when 3 o'clock came around Ackies went to Mullerwell and won by 2 goals to 1 St Johnston and Ross County finished level And St Mirren picked up all 3 points against Colmarnock, As did Livy At home to Hibs It's been quite a day Hugh Keevans
3: Yeah And the quote of the day From the biggest game of the day Will be from Neil Lennon Who said This means It's game on And by that He meant Celtic now have Rangers Not just on their coattails They really have them for company now In terms of the title race And there is no margin For error Where Neil Lennon's side is concerned Because Rangers have The advantage of a game up their sleeve A home game Against a bottom 6 club And Celtic now have to be The equal of Rangers Everywhere they go Home and away So that they go to Ibrox In 2020 Needing to win that game To go back to a a lead at the top of the table We're getting reaction in from the managers Who played at three o'clock today
2: Let's get some more reaction from the early game though The match winner for Rangers was Nikola Katic Here's what he had to say at full time
17: Feels amazing, honestly Come here and win in this place This moment When it's gap between our Celtic Really small, it's amazing Really proud I'm proud of my teammates And so happy for this win I think we show in a cup final that we can handle with Celtic. We have our plan of the game. Listen to the manager and what he wants and just come here and give everything with no fear. Because it's tough place to come and play, but we done it. Yeah, we are we are uh, now in good position because we win the game today. But it's just it's still winter. It's not even close to that. So game by game, step by step, session by session, we just keep pushing and give everything to, to win every game, so I said step-by-step.
18: How is Alfredo after the game? He's, he's
17: not had much luck in this picture, has he? Uh, Record. Again, referee decision, can't talk about that, uh, but Alfredo is pff, one of the best players in the league, maybe the best. He showed every game, last game against Kilmarnock, how important he is, and it's just happened, but uh, pff, I think he gave a lot to the team, and uh, I'm really proud of him today.
2: Interesting point Hugh That Nikola Katic makes About the cup final Because we We went into this one With the cup final Fresh in our minds So we were viewing Today's fixture Through the lens Of of the cup final If you like And the questions You can only ask questions Pre-match You don't get the answers So the questions Before today's game Would the cup final Be a boost to Rangers Would it give them The belief that they Can match Celtic Or actually Would it work the opposite way Because they threw Everything at Celtic And couldn't get the victory On the day I
3: guess we got the answer For sure Um, Rangers Knew that day They had The measure of Celtic And they took that attitude with them To Celtic Park It's a crazy game this You know Nikola Katic is right to say that Morelos is one of the very best players in the league He missed an absolute sitter He took a dive He got himself sent off And it didn't matter Rangers With or without Alfredo Morelos Were the equal of Celtic And bettered Celtic on the day Because they had the physical strength The mental strength And they had a purpose about them That Celtic did not have at any stage in the game And when Lee Griffiths came on It was the equivalent of sending your goalkeeper up For a corner kick in the last seconds It was on that level of expectation Just send them on, see what happens that shouldn't be the case at Celtic
2: Well the panel said earlier They felt that the closest Celtic player To pass marks if you like Probably was Scott Brown He
18: was speaking after the game as well It's always tough We're in the same situation as we were last year We lost the game at Ibrox at the same time. So, no, it wasn't our best best performance today, we know that. But the main thing is we're still top of the league. We've had a great run so far, but now, similar to last year, we need to make sure that we bounce back after going to Dubai and working hard in pre-season and uh, coming back even fitter and stronger. Rangers played quite well. They closed us down. We didn't uh, play as well as we possibly could have. But uh, I think we need to learn now, because that's been two games in a row that they've probably outplayed us. But it's all about how we come back now because the last time that happened we were over in uh, Dubai, with a proper pre-season and it's going to be similar similar for that for us. I think the main thing was we won the cup final. We're still top of the league with five points clear. They've got a game in hand. Uh, we're certainly not a too bad place but it's about the performances against Rangers that we need to make sure that we uh, improve on.
3: Well, if the captain says it. Rangers outplayed us for the last two games. Mm. The captain said it. The manager says... This means it's game on No one need be in any doubt now This is the the fight to the finish Let's speak to Paul in Cow Glen as a Celtic fan, hi Paul
19: Hi guys uh, I just wanted to say I went at that game Quite confident with the lineup. when I saw it uh, You know Forrest back on the right, Mikey Johnson on the left The only thing I didn't really like Was the fact that he was playing But who was the question at the time But Forrest and, and Christie never turned up the day. Michael Johnson done his bed best and then got subbed off. You're, you're danger men behind Odds and Edward. You just weren't there at all. The only, the only three players that turned up the day, I thought, was Scott Brown, Cal McGregor and Frimpong. And I think Forrest done nothing to help Frimpong at all. And when Champ came on, there was finally a bit of a link-up play. Um, Saying that, yeah, Rangers got the win. Disappointed with that. I think we still made Alan McGregor more than Fader
2: Foster had to. Having said all that though, Paul, how much of that is credit to Rangers for, for stopping these guys? Because we mentioned it earlier on, it's not like Edouard or Forrest or Christie, it's not like they had loads of the ball and they were making all these individual errors. They were barely involved and surely as much as, yeah, they can take responsibility for that, of course, as well. But surely a lot of that's down to Rangers stopping them. Yeah,
19: again, yes, you know, Rangers... Uh, did do well to stop them. I just, I just don't, I just don't think there was enough drive for Celtic to just get it up there. And I mean, we've probably spoken off about Bowie on there uh, on the panel today, but Bowie again today didn't look as though well he wanted the ball. Every right. time he got it, he just stopped and looked to where he was going to pass it to. He never drove forward. He never done anything with it. I just, and, and then when Frimpong drove it up, Forrest couldn't get further away from him. Think- he didn't, he didn't give him Any options. It's Niall Christie.
7: Paul you've actually Hit the nail on the head I think there was Two or three players At Celtic Got pass marks And I think over the course You need a lot more than that To win a football match And uh, Rangers had it In abundance today And you're right In your analysis That would be the Concerning thing In terms of Why Celtic Couldn't galvanise herself in front of 60,000 fans
6: But uh, going back to Gordon You make the the point there You're right It wasn't as if James Forrest Had the ball Three or four times And ran up Barisic And kicked out Of the Parker. Rangers plugged the gaps that well That Celtic is a backline. line You could see the tactic That they allowed and to have the ball They allowed Ayer and Julian at time to have the ball But in front of him They restricted the passes So if anything it was long diagonals up to Fringpong By that time the full Rangers uh-huh. midfield were over And the gaps were plugged mm. again And that's, that's incredibly mm. difficult to do On a big pitch like Celtic Park So the work rate that's went into that Is huge from a Rangers point of view and it stifled Celtic mm. It stifled Christie It stifled Forrest And uh, and Johnson on the other side And it worked to a tee for Rangers But then this goes back
2: to what we're saying About how both things can be true Yes, yes. Rangers stopped but, but teams are going to try and stop you And Celtic need to find a way yeah. If you look at it Rangers There were times when Rangers went long But it wasn't a hopeful punt It was a, a calculated ball into a channel yes. For Morelos and Aribo and, and it got Rangers turned So there are ways of dealing with teams about that are one dimensional from Celtic There are yeah, ways of dealing right. with teams yeah. Yeah. That plug gaps And ultimately yeah. Celtic didn't do it That's why the responsibility Has to be put
6: On both On the on the praise For what Rangers mm-hmm, did But also totally. To fairly criticise yeah. What Celtic didn't I, do I think you make a good point I think it was Tavenier In the first half Where you say Tavenier got the ball He just took out his feet And he played it down the side And that forced Ayer To put it out for a throw-in And you're playing In the right areas i never seen Celtic Frimpong Or Bolongoli Get the ball at the feet And play it in a channel Over you head Or Tavenier's head Everton was tried To be played to feet And when Rangers are plugging the gaps It became impossible And it became comfortable for Rangers And it was easy for the back four And all it needed sometimes
3: Was just to turn them down the side But they weren't prepared to do it I'm going to go back to this point About physical strength and mental strength Other than Scott Brown Who fought for the jersey Who was continually Trying to get others to Come to his heights of endeavour And mental strength Other than Scott Brown Nah Nothing For Celtic On the other hand You've got a Rangers team Full of men today And They really came through They had the Mental strength To go to Celtic Park Having been Shocked By what happened In the Betfred Cup final By dominating Celtic But getting nothing They had the mental strength To go to Celtic Park Had a game plan that worked perfectly And Celtic from the word go From the moment Ayer sliced the ball up into the air After about a minute You thought to yourself Oh yeah And Julian and Ayer started badly It set a tone And even when Celtic got the gift of a penalty at nothing each They blew that as well
2: Paul you're a good man Thank you very much for the call Let's go quickly on to William in Calentine As a Rangers fan, William What pleased you most about today?
12: Everything. The whole team performance. You just took my whole point away from me. by coming on there. The whole back <laughs> four and the whole midfield just sat there. Let the back four of them hit the ball. As soon as it came into midfield, they went for it. They took it off They controlled it. They scored the goal for a mistake with Ryan Kent, eh, Ryan Jack. They just kicked the ball away. They gave them that goal. They gave them a penalty. We still controlled the game. But I would just like to say to you, who was going a bit higher the first minute kicked kick the ball. You know, 11 games He's kept going about 11 games undefeated 11 games straight won They beat Latsho Brilliant They beat Latsho at home They beat Latsho away Ayers amazing Now he's not good enough I, Who you make uh, up your mind? No no, no I didn't I mean, say no,
3: They're, no, they're I didn't the
12: best say, ever. I mean they've all been beaten for, They've all been beaten twice In four years year at Park Heed Gay Rangers count that they oh, just You know what I mean? Don't say it Give, you know, give, 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 me, give me
3: strength I mean you know, what more can you say Alec You know I've gone on all day about superior physical strength, superior mental yes. strength. Gone on all day about the most important quote is from Neil Lennon. This means it's game on. Giving Rangers all the praise in the world. Um, so I I take your accusation, William, and I throw it in the bin. Uh, just for, for what it's worth, to make, to maybe
2: make you feel... You're, I'm on Twitter. You're also getting accused of overreacting and giving the title to Rangers so the Celtic fans are, are, are saying you're giving Rangers too much credit and the Rangers fans are saying you're not giving Rangers enough credit so all is as that, well I would, the I
3: would describe that as a, a normal day in the everyday life of old firm fans <laughs> in the city of Glasgow when it's dark and in December and they've had the a festive season and they're about to go out for the night
2: William you mentioned the defence and how strong they were how encouraging is, is that for you because there was a time when you and your fellow Rangers fans would call the show and, and Basically say he didn't think the defence was capable of that But they certainly look at now, don't they?
12: Of course, we're solid And we've got another two waiting to come into the ring That's what we've needed, you know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. just know, had the time, as you say Gerard's just come in and that job 18 months I mean, he's building a team We've got another transfer window coming up The same as Neil Lennon A transfer window coming up So let's see what they But we're there We're coming If we won that game in hand We're top of the league Not Celtic So it's at our lines. No nothing but Celtic day. If you win your game in hand And keep winning
3: Then I do believe I do believe I've made that point Several times How many times do I have to say Nice to have that up your sleeve Home game Against the bottom six club uh, Celtic might have to go to Ibrox Needing to win in March uh, I do believe I've said all William's this William's
2: right though Alex About the strength On days like this And you're never going to no one's pretending They're perfect We have had criticism For the Rangers defence This season yeah. I, I'm not saying Because they won today That it's it's all perfect But hilander was first choice He's out Katic clearly comes in And, and he can contribute In both yep. boxes So there's a, a lot there For Steven Gerrard To build on
7: I think when you Listen to Steven Gerrard Over the course Of the last few months Gordon he says He's got four Reliable guys That he can count on I like Katic I like what he brings To the table if You go back to the game a couple of weeks ago, he made a couple of errors just after half time. Gave I think it was Hibs a couple of opportunities, but in the main, he can go for strength to strength. And it's interesting because the Rangers' back line tends to get more grief than Celtic's back line prior to today's game. Whereas Rangers have a better defensive record in the league, Hugh. Uh-huh. Uh, all being you've played less one less game, but mm-hmm. they have a better defensive record, so they tend to get a wee bit more stick, uh, from particularly their own fans. I think yeah, it's possibly because. It-
2: there's usually a reason for that Because like you say It, is, it's, it comes from Rangers fans as well Maybe yeah. just the sort of Individual errors Maybe a, Sort Possibly. of moments Whether it was Tavernier or Goldson yeah. But like you say Over the piece As a unit And taking you right up From the opening Half of the season You can't really have Too many complaints
7: No but the thing is Gordon When you're playing 20 odd games And if you make Maybe one Maybe two errors at best As an individual I don't think that's Like over mm-hmm. Mental you know And for me If you're going to make The odd mistake It's about whether They get punished with or highlight it more uh, and I think they're actually doing okay at the back They look solid today You know this is the acid test against Celtic Your biggest rivals Against one of the best strikers in the division And they cope brilliantly
2: It, it shows you how you need that solid base to build on Mark Because everyone accepts Absolutely everyone accepts Rangers were the better side today Yeah, actually their best players were probably their more defensive ones Yeah So yeah. You, you don't often Do you know what I mean by that? You don't yeah, often hear that when, You would expect yeah. if, you're, if you're a dominant team Usually the best players your, are your attackers, your attackers But a
6: lot of what Rangers did was Stemmed from just how solid they it's, were It depends on where you're playing, because if you go to a place like Celtic Park, you know you're going to have to stem the flow. You know you're going to have to nullify their top men. And Edward and Johnson, Forrest and Christie, Rangers back four and their midfield in front took care of those guys. And that allowed them to go tend to build attacks, you know, and like we say about Tavnia, putting the ball in right areas, they got that off the back of pressing Celtic, win the ball mm. back and turn it over.
2: Uh, Jason Craig is on Twitter. He says, "I've listened to a lot of this and that today, but at the end of the day, what a goal from Ryan Kent!
3: Yeah, shortened uh, to the yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. took it excellently. Yeah, um, one of many good things for Rangers uh, and for the avoidance of all doubt, there are two sides to a story. Rangers were outstanding. Celtic were." Underwhelming
2: 01419511025 Time for your calls And for more managerial reaction From today All coming next
0: After they play You have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Open line
2: Into the final part Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson Alex Ray And Hugh Keevans Here to take your calls on today's football action Still plenty of time to get your reaction to Celtic against Rangers In on the lines and on Twitter um, But let's take a call from Ben who's a Hamilton Ackies fan And I would imagine Ben an absolutely delighted Hamilton Acquis fan
20: Yeah absolutely, hi guys um, I'm just here to talk about the actual derby that was on the day <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I thought Hamilton really were fantastic And a lot of Hamilton fans wouldn't have been very optimistic going into that game I think um, second half performance Summed up pretty much everything Hamilton had been missing In recent games um, A lot of fight A lot of desire Winning every header Every second ball And creating plenty of chances um, I just wanted to come on And ask actually That now gives us A five point gap Between us and Hearts Who are obviously Sitting bottom Do you guys see Hearts As Not guarantees go down I know there's still Half a season to go But Favourites to go down At this stage And in between play, People like Hamilton St. Johnson St. Mirren
3: For the playoffs the only difference is that uh, there's a January window and uh, Daniel Stendel will have a greater opportunity I would imagine Ben, to bring in players than the Ackies have. Yeah. Uh, but the players the Ackies have already have been good enough to go five points away from Hearts. I don't think Hearts can kid themselves on. They got a draw today at home. They got what was only a third goal in nine games. And they thought... A little corner had been turned. They've actually ended the day worse off because the Aki's won, and everyone above the aki got a result as well. So, Mirren got a win. It's actually been a bad day for Hearts. Maybe in, so, in the big picture, though, Alex. Can yeah. you? T- I mean, that's couldn't argue with what yeah. Hugh says in terms
2: of the table. But at least Hearts have got something to to build on. It, yeah. A small sign that it could be. Heading in the right direction
7: Gordon, he had to take something today Otherwise, you know There would be question marks Whether Stendhal was the right man Four defeats in the bounds Because back to 1937 Was the worst start from a manager You take that into consideration You're taking a point Now, I take Hugh's point as well January could be a real important month Trying to get these guys out the door Will be difficult for whoever's doing it Whether it's Levine Or uh, Austin McPhee the mo- it, it, When you bring guys in in January as well it's half a punt mm. here Because the thing is oh. You get guys that are not playing Are they going to be up to speed Are you going to try and get are they Are going to be fit And then you have to blend all that And then get them Going in the right direction So for me Akis are in a very good position But, at the moment. To, uh,
3: but to address Ben's point About Hearts Hearts have won two games Out of 21 Ben They are At this moment Seriously in trouble yeah. uh, Ben does today's result
2: Not just sum up Everything that Hamilton Aki's have brought to the Premiership. Every time you think you can write them off, they'll pull a surprise out the bag and prove everyone wrong.
20: I think so. Yeah, I was uh, like I've said before. I've been on before. I do interview the fans after the games and um, talking to a lot of them before it. Like I said, that nobody was very optimistic. I myself was very pessimistic. Um, but like I said, it pretty much summed up everything Hamilton had been missing, and everything the Hamilton fans had been crying out for for a while now. As uh, you know just so much heart and fight in the team something we've been missing i don't know i would love to know what brian rice said at half time because we came out a totally different team in that second half changed formation but the 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 heart and the desire they brought to it i don't know what he said but i would love to find out <laughs>
2: I can't give you what he said At half time But I can tell you What he said at full time
11: Thrilled for the boys You know I don't think they can complain About the outcome So thought we thought like, first 20 minutes Mother on top But I think after that There was only one team We're going to win the game I was just a wee bit concerned That we wouldn't get the first goal But we deserved it And we deserved the victory You know that's The second half performance is probably the best I've seen since I've come to the club I thought we were totally dominant in the second half, starting in the front foot. Scored two good goals and just disappointed we didn't score more.
18: Obviously,
11: what was the difference in the second half? Was it desire, fitness? Because you seemed to steamroll on them after the break. I just think it was a wee bit of uh, everything, uh, first and foremost. You know, our quality airplay. We started in the front foot and we never got off the front foot. My mother will dominate the first 15-20 minutes of the game, but when I changed the shape, it helped the team. And I felt the last 20 minutes of the first half we were on top. Uh, my keeper's not too many saves to make. We've missed a few chances second half, but that's everything I want out of a team. I've got a left-back cross and I've got a right-back right scoring. Thoroughly des- delighted with the performance.
2: Thank you very much to Ben and Hamilton. He's happy. Brian Rice is happy. Stephen Robinson won't be.
11: I know how it all went wrong. We didn't win a header all day. We didn't well after the first twenty minutes I thought we started really, really well, and then it looked like it was too easy for us. Um and the lesson as footballers is, is if if you think you've made it and you stopped doing the simple things well, you, you lose football matches, I keep saying it. And we didn't do the simple things well enough, you know, credit tackies. They won every single header, they won every second ball. And we seen it coming, you know, we we tried to change the shape to try and give us another little bit of height in there because they you know they're winning every single header. But it didn't work, you know, so i take Fully responsibility. I picked the team. I uh, set us up. We, we prepared as best we could as we do for every game. But you know, I've got to be measured with what I say when you put it into perspective where we are. So it's certainly a blip. It's a kick in the backside that perhaps we needed to think. You know, we aren't the, the team that we think we are unless we do the simple things. We didn't do that today.
2: Strange day for Motherwell. Hugh, where everyone will be feeling pretty down. It's a real missed opportunity. You've lost at home to your rivals, but you do finish the yeah. the year in third place.
3: Yeah, I I think we could go. ...into the mid-winter break with their heads held high. Today's been a disappointment. You can't underestimate the disappointment involved in losing a derby match. However, they are third. And for a club of Motherwell's size, let's introduce perspective. They are in a brilliant position, immediately below the two richest clubs in the country... And they should be proud of themselves
2: Let's finish with Billy in Paisley On today's game between Celtic and Rangers Billy, what did you make of it?
21: Uh, I never actually seen the game uh, I just listened to it on the radio That's it's fine Chelsea, uh, It's a bit of deja vu You would have 48 years old I was a similar supporter Way back in the day Watched him win the cup final In third and scoring a goal uh, My league used to turn to Rangers my family uh, and I watched Rangers win nine in a row. And Rangers didn't actually outplay Celtic at the time. Celtic were the better team in lot. a lot of occasions, probably Burden God him as a manager. Er uh, remember a particular occasion at Fathead, I was up there at the game, um, and buying a new flipped, uh up, went through, scored the goal, won the goal of the game, beat them one nothing. So I'm not getting carried away yet. But just with the disappointment I've had in the last, well, we'll put it back to nine years, getting devoted to all the rest of it. I think now that we're kind of even even keeling, for Celtic fans and Rangers fans alike, that's what we want, let's face it, let's face it. It's all right, putting Celtic down and Rangers getting picked down with Celtic, but it's about survival, isn't it?
2: Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt People can make any predictions they want But if you, deni- yeah. you simply cannot deny how close it is at the moment no, how, to, how could
3: you- to generalise Rangers are tonight in the best position they have been in since 2011 They have a manager who has built a very impressive team and squad They have shown themselves to have the measure of Celtic For the first time since 2011 They have shown themselves to be genuine title contenders They have shown themselves to have the physical strength And the mental fortitude For what lies ahead They blew it last season Steven Gerrard blew it last season They didn't get to a cup final They lost the league by 9 points This time They are genuine, legitimate Championship contenders Therefore They can go into the winter break knowing they're in the best place since 2011. It is for Celtic now to respond by getting in the players that they need and by acknowledging that their dream of 9 and 10 in a row is in jeopardy. The league is up for debate. Celtic have to have a good January window. I can hear it now though. Alex, people who disagree
2: with that assessment from Hugh might say Yeah, but Rangers actually were here at this point last season You know, They did manage to, yeah. to get their noses in front They did manage to, to beat Celtic in the New Year game Why is this year different? Or, or why could this year be different?
7: I think when you look at the personnel, Gordon You look at the way they're uh, going about their business They look a lot more assured They're winning games and picking up points Where last year they probably were dropped some and the bar has uh, risen as well, Gordon When you take into consideration that Celtic I think it was at 10 points better off Before the game uh, today Than they were last year mm. So, you know, that is a remarkable jump By Neil Lennon's team And the fact that Rangers can actually overtake them With that game in hand Says a lot for what Stephen Gerrard's doing at Rangers
6: Yeah, listen, I think it's uh, Look, it's been a fantastic campaign I think both teams have been brilliant this season You know, not only in the domestic front But in European Competition as well And going into the new year Where they've got The new, uh, the European games To look forward to as well It brings us a lot of excitement For Rangers today I thought it was a game That they needed to take Something out of a, a win uh, I thought was crucial For Steven Gerrard Particularly because He'd lost the previous Two firm games Regardless Of how they'd played And it'll give them So much more confidence For Celtic It's always A, a bad day Losing to your rivals At home But is isn't a disaster They go away into the winter break Still top of the league Still in Europe Still with one trophy in the cabinet And it's very much a title race I've always said it was a title race from day one I think the difference for the Rangers team this year to last year Is that it's second time around They've experienced a lot of it last year And they'll probably handle it differently But it certainly will be fascinating when we come back mid-January And when the league games you know, get off and running again
2: And I don't mean to end on a sour note Hugh But the only sad thing is that we do have to wait a couple of weeks Yeah. Love this. They just continue. However, on Super
3: Scoreboard, you only have to wait 24 hours when Alec Ray and I will be here. And to paraphrase a carol from this time of year, oh, come all ye vengeful, indignant, and ballistic. We'll be here. At 6 o'clock To take your calls tomorrow Yes
2: they will What a day It was dramatic scenes At Celtic Park As Rangers win there For the first time In nine years Celtic losing A domestic match at home For the first time In 19 months You don't get over A result like that In one afternoon So Hugh's quite right He'll be back at 6 o'clock tomorrow Alex Ray will be alongside him I am otherwise engaged Alison Conroy Will look after you though So from all of us Enjoy the rest of your evening UK Chart Show is up next